Matt Krause, who's been a friend for many years. Many. Uh, you knew my family before I, I knew you. That's right. I, That's I guess right. I, I saw your dad's video when I was in fifth grade. Uh, so we go way back. So just a couple years ago. You couple, just a couple of years ago. Back, yeah, that's right. Probably VHS, I'm guessing. It was VHS. And that's for, right. for, for young people listening, uh, VHS were these kind of rectangle block things. You that's stuck right. into this bigger rectangle thing, <laughs> yeah. and it spun in circles, and it put an image up on your TV. It was awesome. Uh, Long time ago, that's right? right? That's right. It was sad when you started getting uh, some of the crackling in it, and you realize, oh, this, it's you know, done. it's over. Yeah, my, my old Robin Hood Disney is, yeah. is going out. I can't <laughs> watch it anymore. Right. Uh, but our friend Matt Krause is with us. Uh, we have been very privileged to be able to recruit you to uh, speak sometimes for wall builders. Uh, when something comes up and we're like, man, dad and I are busy, who can we send? Matt Krause is the man. You have been a state legislator. You are currently still an attorney, but you that's did. Right. I guess you've worked with a couple of different groups, defending that's religious right. liberty, defending freedom. Walk us through some of that. Yeah, that's right. So I started out of law school at Liberty University, where your dad came and spoke and kind of opened the Supreme Court room there uh, in 2007, I think it was, which was the year I graduated. Went right from there working with Liberty Council. And I know y'all have done a lot of work with Matt Staver and yes. his group. They've done incredible work for decades now. Um, so I did work for them until I, I got into the State House in 2012 and took a break for about 10 years while I was serving in the State House and then went back into the religious religious liberty, constitutional litigation world, now with Kelly Shackelford and uh, First Liberty Institute. And uh, you talk about a group that is just killing it. four or five huge Supreme Court wins just in the last year and a half. Um, and so it's, it's been an honor to be a part of that team as well. Most attorneys will never have a case make it to the Supreme Court. And then winning the Supreme Court, right, is maybe, maybe 50-50, depending on what your case is. That's right. But to have multiple cases go and then to win... All of those cases in a matter of two years? And one even by unanimous uh, decision uh, at the Supreme Court on a religious liberty issue is pretty remarkable. So, so even the liberals are recognizing like, yeah, this this was really bad against this person for their religious expression and what they were doing. That's right. Absolutely incredible. And Matt, as we're looking forward, there is a election that is seemingly pretty important That's right. uh, from from our side. I, I think we've, my dad and I have talked about it some. We are seeing the nation not a lot different than maybe some of the elections leading up to Lincoln, yeah. right? With the nation's incredibly divided, it's polarized. Now, I, a little caveat to, to not like be totally pessimistic and right, maybe dramatic about this, but if you look back at the Second Great Awakening, what's happening at the time leading up to That's the true. Civil War, leading up to the dividing of the nation, and in the Awakenings, they were defined not as a unifying time in America, but as a clarifying time where people were debating truth and morality, and I don't think we've seen a time like the debates over truth and morality here since all the way back to the, the Civil War era. Right. And so I, I, I think there's a reason to be hopeful. We recognize God's moving. God is doing things. People are waking up all over the nation, but it doesn't mean there's not some issues coming on. So w- walk us through a little bit of thoughts with the election, with I- individuals. What part can we play? Can, can we actually make a difference? And how do we do that? Because you're someone that has been involved in that process for decades now. So so walk us through some of that. Well, and you, I think we always throw out this is the most important election uh, in our nation's history, right? We seem like we say that every two years, every four years. But I think there's some legitimacy to what's going on in 2024, because as you said, the clarifying lines have become so stark. I mean, it's no longer just differences of degree. It's differences in worldview. It's differences in ideology. And who do you want implementing that for the next four years? And so, um, but it's not just at the presidential level. We always think about, oh, we're going to elect a president or U.S. senator. 
it's almost more important who you're electing as your governor, your state senator, right. your state legislator, but even more important than that, probably city councilman, school board member, mayor, all those offices. And so when when people come up to me and say, what part can I play? Get involved locally, right? It doesn't matter where you, whether you live in New York City or the smallest town in Texas, you have a role to play in making sure that you have the right leaders in the right places making the right decisions. People would need to look no further than go back to COVID to recognize the importance of local leaders. Absolutely. Because if you had a mayor, a city council, right, a school board, and they were like, hey, I think we're going to be okay, right? Let's not close everything down, as opposed to if you had a mayor who was arbitrarily choosing winners and losers, and right, Walmart can stay open, but mom and pop stores are going to close, there's a reason that local elections matter, and it's a little bit ironic that most people can name a president they might name one of their senators. They generally don't know their congressman. They certainly, most people can't name their state rep, their state senator. And right. most people couldn't tell you their mayor, their city council, the school board, that the closer it gets to the people, the less knowledge we have because the fewer people get involved. And yet there's actually more power and more opportunity for individuals at the local level because when there's only a couple thousand people voting for the mayor, then you become one of only a thousand, one of only 2,000, as opposed to one of 120 million in a presidential election. Maybe even one of 120 that vote, right, in some of these local city council, school board races. So yeah, your your vote is magnified by uh, exponentially by just getting involved in your local elections. So what would be maybe some some advice as we're trying to navigate the upcoming election and, and not that you need to be a, a prophet, yeah. right, and, and tell us the outcome? What, what, what do you think is is maybe on the horizon? Uh, do you have any any kind of thoughts or sense for things coming up with the presidential election? Uh, and then what are things practically we should be looking for as we're thinking local involvement? Because because maybe somebody's going, OK, I I get it. I, I recognize the school board is a big deal because we're seeing all these stories about schools that are allowing all kinds of evil, right, it's to be taught in classrooms and, and, and what kids are being indoctrinated with. I, I get it, but they don't know who these people are. Like, how do, how do I find out? I, I, I want there to be good candidates. And maybe somebody wants to run. Like, what's that process? At this point, it might be a little late for those filing deadlines, right? But, but what, is, what is part of that process? of how people can find out how they can get involved and then what do you see on the horizon with the upcoming election? Yeah, and first of all, the the overarching thing I try to remind people is that God is going to be in control no matter what, right? And so people get so worked up and exercised that their candidate didn't win this race or this and it's all going to go to pop because of this and that. You just got to remember, God is still in control. Right. If, if, if your side doesn't win, if your candidate doesn't win, if it looks like the other side's winning, it's all part of a, a bigger plan. You may not like it, but just know it's not catching God off uh, off guard and by surprise. So if you take that, I think it helps you keep everything in perspective a little bit. But then secondly, get yourself educated. There's lots of great sites out there like iVoterGuide and others that can give you a rundown of the candidates. I know they're doing even more local elections than they used to. A lot of places are. Um, and get educated and informed on who the candidates are. I mean, that's going to be pretty easy at the presidential level, right? Or even the U.S. senators takes a little more work for those local candidates, but there's information out there. And if it's a local candidate uh, who's been in office before, look at what he or she has done during that time, right? If we're, were they on the city council and they raised taxes? You may not want that. So maybe you want to look for somebody else. If they're on the school board and they allowed uh, pornographic and obscene material or didn't stand up for that, maybe that's going to be a big deal to you. So there's ways, especially if they've already been in office, that you can see what their record is. They may say one thing on the campaign trail, but their record is their record. So what do you then think is on the horizon for America? Did you see more people getting involved? Do you, do you, 
see right Trump coming out of the primary. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm a I'm an eternal optimist, so I always think, man, our best days are ahead of us, and I think there's some validity to that. We're starting to see people wake up against uh, some of the more extreme ideologies that men can become women, women can become men, that men should be able to participate against women in their sports. We're starting to see the the pushback, I, even in Pennsylvania, where they were starting to take down a statute of William Penn, who Pennsylvania is named after. The Democratic governor stepped in and said, whoa, 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 that, that's gone too far. We shouldn't do this. So we're winning some of those cultural battles. So I think we're actually having maybe a return to the mean um, in, in a lot of ways. Um, I do think on, on the Republican side, Donald Trump looks pretty unstoppable right yeah. now. Now, uh, Iowa caucuses are coming up, so that could shift things. You know, they're dynamic situations. Um, and as long as President Biden wants to run, he's going to continue to run. So it'll be interesting to see if his poll numbers continue to s slip and his approval ratings continue to dive. Do they start looking for a way to maneuver him out? Uh, and then is it too late for the Republicans to put somebody else? If it's Trump versus Biden, I think President Trump has a good shot at another four years. If it's him versus anybody else, maybe a little more difficult. So um, I do think it, as it's poised right now, President Trump comes out of this uh, and is probably the Republican nominee. Um, but you never know. Uh, we, if, if this was last or four years ago, Bernie Sanders looked like he was unstoppable for a while till everybody rallied behind uh, uh, Joe Biden and got him the nomination. So we'll see. Yeah, and there were certainly some questions even about the Bernie Sanders scenario, right? Some shenanigans that seemed like were being played. But to your point in politics, that there's so much uncertainty in, in many situations. All that to say is that we, Matt, as you point out, being the eternal optimist, we can't walk and live in fear. God has called us to do the right thing, whether we think the system's rigged or not, right? We're, we are stewards. We are accountable to God for what he's called us to do. But if we get involved locally, we have confidence that even though it might seem impossible for man, what's impossible for man That's right. is possible with God. We can complain. We can write it off as fraud. We can write it off as cheating. Maybe it's just laziness or apathy, right? And if you actually got involved in making sure, like you did in Virginia, that you were watching over that process, then different outcomes can happen. So you actually can make a difference, whether it's in your city, in your county, in your state, in your country, you can make a difference this election cycle, and we'd encourage everybody to do that. Yeah, and don't just get involved for one cycle and then think, I tried, and whether it works or not, don't yeah. right, don't take your ball and go home. Stay involved for the long haul. It, it took a long time for America to get in the mess we're in. It's probably gonna take a while for us to get out of the mess we're in. That's right. We gotta stay involved for the long haul. We wanted you guys to meet our good friend, Matt Krause. Matt, thanks for coming and hanging out today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was awesome. Good.